Dead by Daylight. 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 Oh, and welcome to the Multiplayer Project, a podcast in which we, a group of moderate experts, play <laughs> and criticize hand-curated and selected games through a very mm. rigorous process. I'm here as the co-host, but the introductory person, Tyler, <laughs> the Soiler Crumb. Cr- <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm joined by, uh, I'm joined by Sam. Hello, I am Sam. And and just a slight correction: I'm not a moderate expert. I'm an advanced casual. Advanced mm-hmm. casual. Thank you, thank you, Sam, the advanced casual, and. Nick. Hey, that's me, Nick. Uh, since Tyler used his Discord nickname, I'm Stunt Driver. Uh, I'm here to talk about spook, spooks, spookiness. Right. We're here today to talk about a spooky game after our Halloween season, the ending oh, of the Halloween boy. season. It is officially uh, November the 6th, uh, which is coming out in uh, 2022, because, of course, this podcast may go multiple years. It will. Um the uh, November 6, 2022, post-Halloween, uh, in which we decided to play the spooky, scary Dead by Daylight. Yes. Um, Sam, um, this was a... Who, do we know who suggested well, this? Well, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Let's okay. not let's not get into the to the that's this. ahead of that's ahead of our horses. So yeah, what about that, oh. business? Do we have any business oh, that's right. I always forget about the business. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. The business is so important, but but you know you know what's also important is chit chat. Nick, how you oh. doing? How you doing? Just I'm doing good. I just drink some water. <laughs> water. <laughs> um, I'm good. I'm feeling good. I feel like uh, I'm excited. We had some good little warm up talk before this so i feel like we're all kind of you know we're warm we're ready to go i sam actually asked me about my extra hour of sleep and i was like i don't think i'm gonna sleep an extra hour like i'm gonna wake mm. up when i wake up mm. i woke up i was very confused because i felt quite well rested but it was like 7 30 and i was like i only slept six hours and then i was like wait i got an extra hour of sleep <laughs> so that was nice little gift you took it you yep. took the extra took hour it. anyways even though you want to with both hands. hands. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, of, of the three of us on the podcast, I'm the only one that currently has any children. <laughs> and uh, that you know savings, of. That we know of. That, that we know of. That we know of. That we know of. Daylight savings is really just the kids wake up at the same time. And it makes no difference to you <laughs> as, a, as a parent because they just get up anyways at the normal time that they would normally get up do kids and not have alarm clocks they yeah they have they have internal clocks in their brain that just snap at some point early in the morning and they're just awake hmm. my kids don't have okay. alarm clocks they just wake up on their own do you have a yard you can send them out into to just like roll in the mud for a few hours or that's no? what we do with our dogs nah. yeah not not this time of year it's too cold it's too uh, cold darn Plus, it just creates additional problems for me when they come back inside. <laughs> I'm all about reducing overall burden of responsibility when it comes to children. Just well, when you have 14 children, you do have to start to optimize. 
That's right. 14. <laughs> How about you, Sam? What's new with you? No, not much. I was just going to say, like, you know, like, I feel like, you know, when, you know, your kids just go around call it causing problems. It's almost as if every time they come closer to you, your heart starts beating and starts beating louder <laughs> when they get closer. <laughs> I'm I'm, try, I'm just really trying to tie it in. <laughs> that's, a very, that's a very strange response to have, Sam, when children get close to you. Yeah, your, heart, your heart starts beating faster? I'm just really trying to tie it into Dead by Daylight when something, with the heartbeat mechanic, something. but yeah. Uh, um, uh, perhaps a little bit too forced. Uh, business. Uh, shall we talk about business? Yeah. yeah. Do you have any business updates? Um, I don't have any business updates except for the fact that I'm totally off contract now, so I'm not exactly sure how I'm getting reimbursed or who's editing this. Oh, apologies well, for the, oh, apologies for the last episode, by the way. Uh, we said on we said on the pod that we were gonna upload a video, and I tried, um, but it didn't work. Just upload it on YouTube. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I'll do that. because uh, I still have the video file. I think it was just way too big. Because I think like the are you OP- video filing right now? By the way, I am rec- I am video filing right now. Yes. Okay. Right. So so yes. I, yeah, I have the video files. It just it just failed to upload to the Spotify. What I wanted to do because Spotify has this like cool video yeah. uh, playback feature, but I think the file was too yeah. big, and I'm too lazy to to try to problem solve. <laughs> Listen, I know I know I know we give you a very generous retainer to be available for this podcast and to assist. <laughs> um, but we understand. We understand that uh, sometimes there are limitations. So, you know, technology. It is, it is how it is lim- sometimes. Life has its limitations. So Sam, I have business? another question. Yeah. Well, you I have a like- question related to business. Yes, go ahead. I want to ask it at a public forum. Yeah. Just to make sure it can't be erased from the record. Okay. The question is, <laughs> when are you going to give me access to the business accounts? Ooh. Business. Uh. Yeah, why, why do you want access to the business? You want you want to be Just able to like case. update and edit and stuff. I want to be able to fuddle around. Maybe if you're struggling with a video podcast, I can try and upload the video podcast. You know, we can be a team. Yeah, absolutely. So the credentials are under the, uh, the multiplayer project one thousand at gmail.com. Mm. Uh, the official email. The official that you can email. And yes. all of your questions, concerns, comments, and game suggestions. That's right. We check it um, you- many times a year, and uh, and right now you you would have uh, Will Prater as company. Uh, the inbox has about three emails in it. Do I have access to that? Not no. yet, but you can. So I'll give you access okay. to that, and that's the that's the key to the business account. So the key you, to the coffers. Yeah, yeah. Don't crash over it. Filling coffers. <laughs> uh, it's um. I wouldn't. I wouldn't use those words. Uh, I'm clicking right. on the money tab. Yeah, there's nothing. You know, we gotta. <laughs> So, you know, this is this time of year, our dog listeners take a light break right before the winter time. It's true. I'm sure I'm sure they'll pick up uh, for Christmas for Ooh, sure. We can we can should we should we run some ads? We can run uh Anchor no, has ads. Don't do it. I'm just clicking don't on do it. it. Don't uh, don't run ads. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out as we go. All right, I'm clicking the button. <laughs> the ad button. Oh, it, it <laughs> I have to I have to do okay. I thought there was a button where just it throws in an ad. Sam's too lazy again. He was like, oh, God, there's there's an additional step. Yeah, it made me put in an email. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. Sorry. Oh, jeez. It's not as easy as Twitch. It's not as easy as Twitch to just spam ad. Sorry. No. Nope. Oh, man. We got such great oh. inventory, though. We do. Mm. We have many hours of inventory. Um, <clears throat> speaking of inventory, 
Uh, too many perks. Could be too many perks. <laughs> too many perks. You banned all the perks. We'll get to that later. But before we get there, we have to do the overview. Ah, the overview. And I think the overview starts with an elevator pitch. Yes. Three words. So I'm going to choose Crump to go first. Oh, What's man. What's the elevator pitch? Three like words. Long, long time since I've gone first. Not because... Uh, I am I am frequently go second, but because we infrequently do this. Um, <laughs> look, look, look at him! Look at him! Immediately default to stall time. tactics, which I, which I yeah. love it because he's a good survivor. Yeah. Stall tactics. <laughs> key key to being a good survivor. You got second key. Elongate the, the chase. Key to being a good survivor is to hide appropriately. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd he go? <laughs> I'm only a killer. I've got narrow side of vision. I can't tell. Yeah, all I can see is narrow cone. <laughs> get your killer Three. goggles on. <laughs> Three words. <clears throat> this is a uh, Gary. Oh man, I don't. I hate to use the word survival because that's like a different type of game. I would think I wouldn't mm. use that at all. Mm. I mean, it is, but like survival has weight behind it, right? Like it means would, something. Yes, yes. I would call. It a scary, asymmetric. Oh, f- yeah, I was gonna. Oh darn! There goes one of my swears. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> you get one left. One. One. Out of here. Oh, uh, I would call it a, a a scary, asymmetric, co-op. Okay. All right, Nick, you go next. I'll I'll take the hard mode. Oh uh, yo. Okay. <clears throat> well. I'm going to say a lopsided, goal-bound. What was it? Wait, what was that? The second word? Goal-bound. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're heckling me. I have to think of my third word. Jeez. You're 0 for 2 here. Uh, lopsided is just another meaning of asymmetric. <laughs> Spook, spook, apocalypse. Spook, apocalypse. Spook, apocalypse. <laughs> you get a half point for that because it it is it is it is like an apocalyptic world, right? Sure, sure. I think it's a it's a small reach. Lopsided, bull bound, spook, pop, apocalypse. All right, my three words: hide and seek. It's it's Gross. it's adult it's adult hide and seek. That's all it is. No, in hide and seek, you don't have to go fix generators, Sam. Uh, I mean, you need. I mean, in, in adult hide and seek, you have to have some kind of goal to not to come out of the hiding spot. But the feeling—that true—the feeling is very much hide and seek. Mm. Uh, and dead by yeah, and and this game at its well, we, you know, we could talk about, it, but like when it's at its best, you're hiding. You're not running. You're not fixing stuff. You're hiding. And your heart's pumping, and your and yeah. your heart is pumping. Yep. Yeah. Because of the children. Did you ever? Uh, side note: I, I have a, I have a, a, a biological question. Did you, did you ever play like hide and seek or some hide and seek game when you were a kid? And for some yes. reason, the act of hiding made you have to pee. No, definitely not. No, this, that's just me. This sounds like something you should talk to your doctor about. <laughs> <laughs> if you have to pee while hiding. <laughs> Well, I, doctor. I, I don't experience Speak with your doctor. Yeah. If, you, if when hiding during hide and seek, you experience increased heart rate, the need to pee, the inability to retain your desire to 
sit on the toilet. Please speak to your doctor about... No, that's it. <laughs> Today. <laughs> well, it doesn't happen in Dead by Daylight, but when I was a kid and I was playing hide and seek, I would just have, I would just have to pee. When I mm, went like the, the adrenaline or something, yeah, yeah, it is possibly you, just one of your body responses to like ex- extensive, uh, like high stress. Have, have you ever been in other situations? Uh, well, you know, maybe this is too much now. No, 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 no. Like, come on, come on. <laughs> this yeah, is other, authentic. Other situations that have induced the, the the desire to go pee that were also high stress. See, I don't think so. Um, wait, uh. I do remember, like before, like a big show or before a, before like a big event or something like a that. A big show <clears throat> that I had to be playing music. Yeah, when I yeah back back when I was a kid, I'd I'd what? do shows. Oh yeah, I did shows. shows. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is but like a, beforehand, like a, I would get the willies and I would I would have I would use the bathroom like three as times as beforehand. As a performer, as a performer though. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, no, I get I get uh, hmm. the nervous poops. Really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Super nervous. Like before things that are like, you know, if I need to, like, if I get super nervous, mm-hmm. like it's like, no, I gotta go. Yep. I feel see like you, see you on the minutes. opposite on, on the, on the poop front. Like it just, we can wait till later. On, wait, wait, you wait. Know? No, 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 no. This is, this is important. Cause you're Nick, you're, you're a racer now. Did you <clears> get the nervous poops before your recent triathlon? No. Really? Cause you should. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Cause you go faster. <laughs> Because because yeah, there's nothing worse than needing to, needing to poop while while on a race. Yeah. So this is a sprint triathlon. So yeah, you're, that'll probably be fine. Short enough. Yeah. yeah. But like, drop um, wait, Nick, drop the extra weight <laughs> gives you an extra couple seconds on every every mile. Dude, if I you do it, did have. Sorry, go ahead. I was gonna make a, a poop joke. If you do it in the water, then you can get a little bit of extra. Gross. Buoyancy. <laughs> yes, it will also it will it may, also has an increased chance of slowing people down behind you. <laughs> oh, now you're designing like a skill in a game. Sounds like almost. I'm uh, moving on from poop. Oh, gross. Is, it uh, is it against the rules? I don't know, dude. Yeah, let's let's talk about Dead by Daylight. That'll make me feel much better. <laughs> about dude, uh, there's some grim. All right, we okay. Yeah, we're gonna talk about some of. Okay. It's like it's grim, grizzly. The game? Yeah. Some yeah. Games. The first time I played it, I didn't know if I could play more of it because it was like a little... It was, it was intense. Yeah. It was a lot, right? So, I mean, like, thinking back on all the multiplayer games that we played so far, I think the one that has been the second most gruesome mm. would be what? Like a uh, Seven Days to Die, the zombie-themed one? Because there's, like, maybe? zombies, dead zombies. But it was, like... Left for Dead, maybe? Like Left for Dead, Left for Dead. Oh yeah, Left for Dead. Maybe yeah, because the zombies. But this is like another level of just like excessive, unnecessary violence. So, so to be clear, it is it is very much an homage to like the eighties slasher uh, films. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like, literally with like characters very, very much inspired by those. I'm, I'm kind of surprised that like Freddy's not in the game, but like I think he is. I think he's a DLC character or something. Okay, yeah, you have to pay extra dollars. Um, uh, but but it's very it's very much an homage to the, the, those types of movies, uh, same feeling, but also same visuals, right? Like they are, yeah, they're show they're show they're showing blade and body. So it, it's uh, so well. Uh, let's see, point of let's see. Started playing. Oh, it looks like I mentioned it. Yeah, this is interesting. This is interesting thing. history, Nick. I yeah. mentioned it. Uh, is this July? Of last 2021. year. 
<laughs> we actually which missed. is early on, I think, for the MPP. Yeah, we actually missed the first potential multiplayer project Halloween Flasher Fest for the year one and waited all the way until year two. Yeah, so this game, uh, I was looking at the Discord and got mentioned multiple times by multiple people. So first Tyler mentioned it, then Shadar did like six months later, then Jules did like four months after that, and then finally we ended up playing it another four months later. I think, Sam, you and I were farfing around on Game Pass and then we were like, okay, let's try it. It was something like that. Yeah, this is a, this is an interesting history because I'm I'm kind of surprised how we missed this, um, and like I'm not saying like yeah I, I don't know this is this is a type of game I feel like I would have heard about because um, it's good it's very it's tight pretty uh, good yeah it is a good game but why why didn't we why didn't we play it then I wonder I wonder if it was re- I'll, I'll look no 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 looking things up uh, <laughs> no, yes it's I wonder if it was, the rules yeah I, I wonder if it was think- recently added to Game Pass is my hypothesis oh maybe but I think we we're also just kind of prejudiced or at least I was I was like Dead by Daylight I sort of heard about that game tangentially whatever it's probably some dumb game probably some dumb survival game I don't want to play it so like <laughs> yeah and, and I think potentially at the time that the first time it was mentioned was at a time where it was superseded by other games right like sure there was, there yeah. was excitement around a couple of things it was like right it fell by the wayside because people were like oh well we're into survivals right now so that's what we're gonna play <laughs> the next is there a crafting time. element to this game no i yeah. can't play it <laughs> can't, can't craft in bed by daylight get it out of here <laughs> i don't have to eat something take it off the table right we were deciding at the time uh little do we know uh there potentially was eating, but it was killers eating bodies. Bodies, maybe, probably, possibly. Maybe there is a killer. Uh, uh so the general do we t- the general premise of the game? Right? Yeah, just, yes. yeah, we yeah. kind of skipped. So past hide that and seek, hide and seek. I'm with Sam on this one. After he said it, I was like, no, this is. I totally get this. One killer, four survivors, and the object of the game is to hide until. You can turn on these generators that will make the escape available to you. Uh, and the killer's job the entire time is to seek you out and kill you. Schwack you. And, and it is. Hook. And there is not much you can do as a survivor. Like the, the killer is much, much stronger than you, faster than you. Uh, and two hits, you're, you're, you're dead. Yeah. Uh, basically, where well, you're I, on the ground. Um, you're dead. Yeah. And yeah. has special powers, <clears throat> right? So, uh, I mean. So primary mechanics, every person, there's like, and this is, this is what I remember when we first got into it, right? We played the custom games, which apparently gives you access to everything. Right? Well, before we talk about the loadouts, yeah, yeah. Go, oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I, I just want to say it was overwhelming, right? Like, oh, it was yeah, definitely overwhelming to just be like, look at all these, like, I have, I have an item that I pick, and the item has, like, attachments that adjust Two it. add-ons, yeah. Then I have, like, an offering that... A, somehow yeah. influences the game and at the time we're just like i have no idea what this means most of the it's time like, greatly increases the mist you're like i yeah, don't know what that, that means <laughs> and then and then there was a list of perks that was like eight pages six, six oh, yeah. wide three high and eight to ten pages of just perk after perk after perk uh yeah. with descriptions that when you first get into it make no sense 
So, so uh, just to be clear, we, we you you had an experience that was not designed by the game designers. We, oh, sure. We we went instantly from install to custom game, mm-hmm. and and it's an it's it's a game that's like six years old. So we we went into immediate end game from from nothing. The, we dove the, into the the intended experience is you only have access to a couple characters. That character only has like three perks to start off with, and you don't even yeah. get to like pick them or something. I think it like you have to invest meta currency. But oh, you get yeah, a blood so web. Yeah. Your way out. So yeah, so you so the the intended experience is you you get introduced to these items slowly, and there's a rarity tier, by the way, as well. Like we got all access to all the the best perks, um, yes. but you have to you have to earn those in game. Yeah, but we're talking about multiplayer right projects here, which is everyone's coming in with at least four people. Um, yeah, we're coming in hot. We're coming in hot. Anyway, <laughs> the point is is. It was a little confusing, but one, but it was it was really actually pretty because there's not a wide breadth of like things that you do inside the game. I think to some degree, it wasn't too hard to pick up. Like you figured it out pretty quickly. Uh, but you you learned how to play pretty quickly. I think I think that it is very very deep. I, there's still things I'm not quite sure I'm doing right or wrong. Yeah, that's uh, probably true. And that's even before all the per- com- the perks come in. Um, yeah, like I'm, you are at a significant disadvantage though as a survivor right and like what you say sam your options are how do you 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 get to run away and all your perks are like getting you to run away better or to help other people also yeah, run, away run away better or give you more information basically uh, okay. sure, sure. well which is just the only there's to help you run away yeah right <laughs> yep. you can't fight back there's you don't get any weapons you get yeah, a flashlight. flashlight. We'll talk about the flashlight later. <laughs> Hit that flashlight. Hot pile of garbage, the flashlight. <laughs> it's like, no, guys, I got this. I'll shine a flashlight in his face. Boom. Slash dead. <laughs> guys, it didn't work. Yeah, and then the killer and then the killers are like, What what can we do? It's like, oh, I can disappear and reappear in different locations <laughs> i can phase through walls i can throw objects i can harpoon you with a friggin <laughs> chain gun <laughs> a chain crossbow from like five meters away survivor uh, you can jump over windows five percent faster <laughs> you got the pallets pallets are big Pal- pallets are huge yeah although we, yeah. we are jumping uh, around we are jumping around a, a, yeah yeah i think a little bit too much uh, I think we described the game, though. Should we? Should well, the, we, okay. the, the other the other core mechanic before we get into perks is the is the hook system. So, hooks. Um, the killer's objective is to stick the survivors on the hooks. Uh, there's a there's a fictional explanation for this, like that this entire arena is like concocted by some malevolent the, entity. The you know? entity. Yeah. Um, yeah. But and so the so the killer isn't literally just going around killing. Uh, the killer is knocking people down. Offering? Uh, to to give them as, as a sacrifice to the entity, so that's why you right. put the survivors on the hooks, and as opposed to just outright kill them when they're on the ground. Um, right. So it's uh it's essentially jail that uh, that your friends can get you out of, um, in order to so you're you're constantly you're 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 getting caught, you're getting put, picked up on a hook, you might get rescued, uh, rinse and repeat. You might get caught again. Yep, and three strikes you're out. Once you, if you get yeah. put on a hook the third time, there's no rescuing you. Yeah. So just in case we missed any surface area here in the description, there's a killer. There's four survivors. You can like choose a loadout, customize your character. 
you go in the game, your main goal is to fix generators. When you fix enough generators, you can then fix like an exit door and get out. There's two exit doors. Uh, meanwhile, the killer is trying to hunt you down. If you make any mistakes when you're working on the generators, it'll show up. And there are different cues for the killer to show survivors on the map, depending on the killer. Yeah, basically just trying to escape, get to that end goal of getting out through the doors. And it's very scary. Yeah, the, wor- the world is dark and foggy and full of obstacles. Yeah. And generally, you can't see very far. Survivors play in third person, so they, ha- they get a little bit more visibility. Killer plays in first person and has like reduced visibility th- in the fog. Right. Um, and then when, you know, Nick mentioned when you break a generator. So uh, there's these things called skill checks when, you're, when right. you're doing something, when you're fixing a generator, which takes normally like two minutes of channeling. Um, mm-hmm. This little uh, quick time event thing happens where you can progress or, or regress. And if you mess up, then the location of your mess up, it makes a big noise. The location of your mess up can be seen through walls for a moment. So the killer knows exactly where you are and how far away you are, um, which is you dangerous. Know, it took us a minute to figure out how to recognize when those visual cues, when the, when the, oh, yeah. when the check was coming. Right, because there's like there is a audio cue, and then yeah. it visually pops up, yeah, and then you have to push the button at a certain time, um, right? And it took us a few games before we realized that the audio cue was there to what to listen for, uh, right? I feel like that was a reasonable turning point in the time that we were like, oh, we stopped, yeah. like we we went from missing our our every our time almost every time consistently <laughs> like we could never figure fix any generators without at least missing it once to being like oh now now we can actually successfully do it fairly consistently yeah but yeah um, i i would say we're, we're you know we're still learning honestly about how to play and how to play well and uh the other thing i would say about this game is that i think it is favored it's stacked in favor of the killer. I think mo- most of our games, at least because we're beginners, I think mm-hmm. most of our games, uh, the killer has wiped everybody. Um, some of our games, one or two have escaped, and and few of our games, most people escape. Three or four have escaped. So it is very much stacked in favor of the killer. So when you are going into as a survivor, you are kind of like managing your expectations. You're probably going to die. You're probably not going to win. Right. Um, right. Which makes the victory all the sweeter, to be clear. Right when you do escape, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> or those close calls when you get away, yeah, yeah. close a close call. The uh, the the no Tyler left behind. Oh, that's one of our stories, right? <laughs> Maybe I didn't write that down, but I know which one you're talking. Yeah, about. We, we, well, there's two, there's two, there's two stories. Okay, all right, all right, story, story, story. Uh, that being that being said, though, I want to make one comment, and then we can get to the stories. Um, to some degree, I still never felt like. A group win sometimes. Like if I didn't escape, I felt like I lost, and then yeah. the rest of the team made it. Mm. As opposed to like being like, I helped get us. I helped out. get three. I yeah. helped get two out of the four <laughs> of us out. It's like no, I felt like I, I lost. But that's actually, like, I share that sentiment. Yeah, like we had a recent match where I was like juking Sam for, God knows how long, and then. Jules happened to get out and I didn't get out. I was like, this is bullshit. I'm the one who like kept him busy for four minutes and I'm the one who dies. Nonsense. Yep. You know, in the world of killers and survivors, life's not fair. <laughs> yeah. All right, All right, Sam. Stories. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Who wants to lead? I think you should start with no Tyler left behind. 
Uh, okay, yeah, let's start, let's start with No Tyler Left Behind. So, yeah, so we're on the subject of, like... All right, so it's the end of the game, and four people are alive, but, like, one or two people are on hooks, but the doors are open. Right. And you, as a player, have a choice. You can go out the door, and you'll survive. You'll live. <laughs> or you can try to be a hero. Be a hero! And and uh, the first time it was No Tyler's Left Behind, I don't, I don't, I don't know if it was actually you on the hook, on the hook or not. It was in the Raccoon City Police Department. I can't remember who was the killer, but um, I think I think the one that I distinctly remember. I think Jules was the killer, and it was Jacob, who was yes, that's right on the hook. It was like you come in like from the exit, you would go right, right yep, on the yep. outside of the city up the staircase, yep. and there was a hook up there, and I pulled him off, and it was like. <laughs> As soon as I pull him off, Jules shows up, and I'm just yelling, "You're on your own now!" <laughs> and, we, and we split up, and we ran for our lives, and we barely—it was like he chased us all the way out the gate. Um, and I think he might have—I think he might have downed Jacob, and he crawled out, or or we just like barely missed him as we we made the escape. It was so close. That was okay. one of the harp beating high intense sweaty moments that yes I recall. yes that so that's like a that th- th- these are the stuff of highlights when you make those kinds of like escapes clips um yeah and so like the a, a couple days later we were playing and jules was the killer again although duels as, as as an aside this is a great this is a great game for jules we should talk about why this yeah. is a great game for jules but he has gotten really good at being a killer so yeah, yeah. when you save jacob he was a beginner and he yes. has since probably put in like 20 hours of being a killer. So we I were playing. Would, I would say at the minimum. Yeah. So we were playing um, the insane asylum or, or the, the the hospital one. And yeah. no Tyler's left behind. So I go back in <laughs> to try to rescue someone from the hook. And he's, he's playing the, the phaser, the, the blue yeah. skin. Go invisible, yeah. show up somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Wake up, kill, down. <laughs> so I tried to be a hero and didn't even get cut close to being a hero. Yeah. Sam you know, and I actually, we were at that escape exit together and Sam was like, I'm going back in. And I was like, okay. And I was just like kind of crouched behind like some cover near the exit. Sam goes back in. <laughs> yeah. The kid's like, knocked down. Like, yeah. leave me behind. Don't come for me. And I was like, it was very tempting to want to come in and actually try and help. But, you know, I yeah. just want to make one small comment real quick. If you look at the other place channel right now. Okay. <laughs> and which, which we can, by the way. Jules Just is look. there. <laughs> oh, is he playing Dead he's, by Daylight? He's playing. No, he's playing. The, oh, is he the dating simulator? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, so yeah, Jules is going to notice that we, uh, if he sees this video, yes, we are watching you play Dead by Daylight dating simulator. Let's talk about why this is such a great. I want to talk about why this is such a great game for Jules because one of the, all right so. One of the challenges of, of playing games together is there's a difference in skill level. And, yeah. and sometimes for some games, this causes uh, just issues with, with fairness and with, you know, with fun play. It's just like not as much fun because it's yeah. so lopsided. Yeah. Um, this game, because due to its built-in asymmetric nature and advantages given to the killer, uh, combined with, I think, Jules's personality... <laughs> <laughs> meant that he has just he's just really taken to this game he i think he likes being a killer i think he likes yeah. killing us 
Yeah. Specifically. Because, because sometimes we, we, we outperform him in other games. Yes. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> that's, okay. what, that's, what I, that's what I'm saying. I think it's like uh, we, we, we play, we play uh, Left for Dead, and uh, you know, Nick is pulling in and Sam are pulling in the top numbers. Yeah. And 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 when and when now the table has turned, dude. They've been turned. He freaking slaps us when he plays against us as killer. It's nuts. He does. And we we should, we could talk about the hag and stuff. But like, he's like he's he's not only not only is he good, but he got, he got all the like he got all the all the killers in the DLC. So he's like introducing new killers. And every time yeah. I'm like freaking out. Happening. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I'm like having trouble sleeping because. Like of a game that I played with Jules, where he was like a new character that I I didn't know. <laughs> yes, it's true. That is yeah. uh, that is again. In in speaking of disadvantage to the to the survivor, right? Playing against killers that you don't really know what they do and how they <laughs> yeah. work is just an additional disadvantage as this as the the survivor. It's yeah. a it's well, it's a rare and genuine fear and thrill i'll say right. because like once once right. i understand all the mechanics then i'm not gonna be as like it, then it's a skill game but now it's like right. what the heck can that hag do right yes. <laughs> well and and maybe this is a good point to talk about okay we let, let, let's talk about the different character the first few characters that we encountered coming oh, in yes. as the new yeah, ones yeah, right yeah. so so uh when you first get the game the base game only comes with like four, four. killers yeah right yeah uh, the, there's the trapper, the huntress, the uh, nurse, and the hillbilly, right? Yeah. And so when we're first playing, and none of us know anything about anything, and and this reminds me of another story. Uh, I think it was the first time I played killer, and I w- I picked the huntress, and I think no one had played the huntress yet. That's right. I remember he this has game. The creepiest thing. Oh, at least when we were playing, it was so, so good. Now, now, now we're used to it. It was like an audio cue. We played enough time. It's but so like the, creepy, <laughs> though. I don't know. I find she, it creepy. And she's got this thing where she like just, just quietly hums. Just this like. Dude, that should be our play. In. Let's play. All right, Nick, you should play us out with that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the killer's hum. <laughs> and, and it's just like the, the first bit. You're just like it's just this ominous humming of this like slightly sweet, and she's carrying these yeah. axes. And you can yeah. throw the axes. Um, and, and, the axes. And what I recall, th- there's so so unlike first-person shooters, right? You have no crosshairs, right? So yeah. you have to figure out where where it goes. And I was trying to figure out how to throw these axes. And I remember watching Sam in the distance <laughs> fixing a uh, <laughs> uh, fixing an generator. engine, a generator. Yeah. He's fixing a generator, and at the exact moment that he fixed the generator, I threw an axe, and it went right behind his head. Gave me a haircut. <laughs> Straight up haircut. Barely missed him. It's a scary. It was, just, it was so scary. So scary. Dude, Pretty when the Huntress is chasing you, yeah, and she yeah. just barely misses with an axe, you're like, ah! because it goes, this is a really good audio effect where it like, it's like, and then like it like pumps into like something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The yeah. spinning axe. <laughs> um that's another great story i remember that one very spooky very much off-putting uh for for our first few games there yeah i actually really enjoyed i think my favorite of the bunch is the trapper because there's a separate so he has traps he puts down and people step in them they get stuck they have to like try and pull themselves out and there's like i think 15 percent chance you can free yourself so it takes about six tries on average um but anyways 
um, the trapper has the perk where you can like auto set additional traps. And we were playing on this map that was like indoors, multi-level. Um, and <laughs> I was just roaming around, just swacking people. And like, I, I think we were still learning. So like people were pretty easy prey. Plus they were stepping in traps all the time. And it was just like the funniest thing for me. Cause it'd be like, you'd hear like, ah, and then like someone's in a trap, <laughs> like just walk over, hit him. Like, Oh, it was so delightful. I actually stepped in my own trap one time when I was about to kill someone, but like I was chasing yeah, you, Sam. I remember maybe. that. Yep. Yeah. And I stepped in my own trap. I was like, oh, shoot. I escaped. Sam got away. Yeah. They, I would have gotten him otherwise. The, 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 I gotta, I just, this reminds me of just like the little, the little audio and visual moments in this game are just excellent. The, the screaming from across the map is. I mean, it, I mean, it's out of a horror movie, but like in the game, it's just, it's just excellent. And like when someone steps into a trap, it's just, it's really, it's funny. <laughs> like, it is. You know, you, you see dis- like a distant, like aura of a character going, oh! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the best. Oh, uh, uh, that reminds me of, I think it was that game. Oh, we got to talk, we got to talk about the um, hiding in cupboards mechanic. Oh, yeah. Which Jeez, is, yeah. Which is, <laughs> excellent uh but there the there there throughout the map there's um there's like lockers that you can hide in uh and um but if someone's already hiding in there then you cannot hide you cannot also join them so was that you nick trying to like constantly (laughs) i was like i didn't understand what's happening and the killer was coming i think it was jules he was playing the the chainsaw guy it was james and i've been like juking him all game long like working on a generator jump over the banister like run away and he was like on the brink of catching me and i'm like okay i'm gonna hide in this like you know cupboard thing which is like a bit of like a risky play because then you're just in there and if the killer comes and finds you you're kind of hooped so i'm like trying to get in the cupboard i'm like what's going on like is this bugged or something i'm just like trying trying and then <laughs> later i realized that sam was in there and he's like no no like but the character like like pushes you away he's like go away like there's an animation yeah. <laughs> it was really delightful have you ever seen the animation uh, from the killer's perspective of catching a survivor in a, in a... I, oh. oh yes yes because uh so the huntress when i when you play her she that's how she refills her axes is the axes are in these cabinets right so uh i actually when we played the hunters once i stumbled across a person because i was trying to refill my hatchets but i opened the cabinet and there was a person that just happened to be in there <laughs> and you pop it open and the person goes like ah! <laughs> and you like grab him by the neck and like throw him over your shoulder and then just it's one of those uh, no damage required. You just yep. like catch them in the corner and then you put them mm-hmm. on the hook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You instantly yeah. down them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, actually, I actually really, I actually really, really like the, the, the locker mechanic of like being able to just be like, have these places that you can hide in, but there's a fair amount of them throughout the entire place. Right. And if you, and if you use them right, they're really good at being able to like juke out, um, killers uh the, the reason being is because the killer takes like three seconds to check a locker and yes. the right. animation is actually funny too it's like he opens it up as if he's gonna get and he's like oh damn it i didn't see anybody <laughs> yeah. then it's like opens it up and then it's like slam like close it open doors, like <laughs> meanwhile it takes like a second for you to be like oh dang it so like someone could be running behind you yeah there's a co- there's a cost albeit a small one a cost to for the killer to even look at some of those closets so sometimes it's easier just to not even bother but it is yeah. still 
It is one of the few things about the game, considering that it's about murderous killing sprees, that is actually uh, funny. I feel like there's like they do play on the like the sort of origin or like the Tropes. homage that they're playing. Yeah, yeah, for the uh -huh. game where like you'll see like you know there's little things like that where it kind of like ties back into that, which I like a lot. Yep. Yeah, a lot of trips. So, uh, yeah, to to add to that, right? Let's go to the Meg Thomases, the Thomases, <laughs> the Meg Thomases. Yes. So, I don't actually know where this originated. Or is she called Meg Ryan? I call her Meg Thomas all the time. Is she actually called Meg Ryan? Meg Ryan is the her. actress. Meg Ryan is okay. the actress. Meg Thomas. And you call her Meg Ryan, and I call her Meg Thomas. We we make fun of yeah we Meg Thomas. Okay, so Meg I'm Ryan. yeah okay yeah, and I, I call it the, like... the the megalodons. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Did this strategy come about because knowing that you could only take so many hits that we decided that picking the same character made it harder for for the killer to differentiate between them? Or what, what was the, or was it just because Nick had a thing for Meg Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> well, so I picked Meg Thomas. Why did I pick her initially? I think I was looking at her perks and it was like, oh, this person is all around going fast. And I was like, okay, going fast seems good. And shortly after, I realized in the custom game, you pick whatever perk you want. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. So I was playing Meg Thomas. Custom game. And then we were branching out into quick match for some reason, I think. Yeah, we did a couple there. And in that case, you only have so many blood points you have to invest in like a given character. And, and Meg Thomas is a decent like choice. But yeah, I think basically it, it's a little harder as a killer if all you see is just meg thomas's that all look exactly the same you can't really tell if you want to target someone that that's that's the idea i don't, I don't actually know if it works honestly i think uh, it works i mean like i like i have like certain people that i want to kill first ideally uh and they'll look the same like when sam's playing like old left for dead guy like i'm like oh it's that guy yeah i'm gonna yeah, find well, sam and kill him the, you know, the, the rule is still the case in the sense that, like, if you get hooked too many times, then you get eliminated, right? Yeah, so and as, want, a killer, yes, as a killer, you want to yeah, focus on the As a killer, person. if you can focus on somebody and you can get them eliminated, then it just increases your advantage even more. And on the left side, it shows you the right. portrait of the person and how many times they've been caught. Hooked, yeah. And, but, but in the interface, as far as, like, itself, when you're, like, looking at the person, there's no indicators as to which one is which. Right. I think I think right. that Shadar actually messes up the Meg Thomas strategy because he picks special skins, so then he differentiates himself. But to, <laughs> his, to his own detriment, he does so. Um, I don't know. Actually, now that I'm saying he's it right to be now, styling. I just don't know if he's actually uh, if he's aware that he actually has aware special skins on there or not. <laughs> not knowing that he's uh, he's giving himself calling himself out, but I thought it was good. That's funny. funny. Uh, anyway, that's the the Meg Thomases, and we would all just play Meg. I don't know. I don't know if there's anything else there, but yeah, mm. no. I I just think it's fun that we're all the same character. Uh, yeah. All right. I do want to talk about uh, the uh, somebody put the basement basement here, and I just want to do a brief aside on. I think the basement is a great design. Uh, it's terrifying. Yeah, Being so the so the the contact the 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 basement here is most of the maps are either procedural or semi procedural. Some some of them are like are preset, but like the location of the generators and hooks is is randomized. Some of them, uh, 
some of the maps are like outdoors and are are mostly procedural at least the obstacles and stuff are once again with the generators and hooks placed around but all maps have uh, a basement which is a, a stairwell down somewhere um into a uh, a set piece that is the same across all maps where there's four hooks and a chest and some lockers at the back and it is a high risk high reward place for the killer to put somebody because there's only one way in one way out Mm-hmm. So, uh, if you, if you do manage to get someone on the hook down there, then it's going to be harder for someone to rescue them. However, it's, it's a farther walk away and they might wiggle free before your, your survivor might wiggle free off your shoulders before you get there. Um, so it's a risk reward play, but the reason I think it's great and I have not verified this is that it's also a high risk reward play for the survivors rescuing. So if at the back of the basement, I've, in theory, I've never successfully done this. The back of the, there, there's lockers on opposite sides. So in theory, okay. you can take a 50% chance and say, I'm going to hide in the right locker. <laughs> and if the killer checks the left locker, then you, you can run out it. and escape. I don't Now, yeah. I tried this and died. Was it against Jules? It was against James. It was, oh, it was yeah. that, it was that so, ho- horrible basement debacle. I also, that, that was another scenario where I was trying to get in the locker. Again, not computing that sam was in the locker and then uh, i died and then sam died uh, um or were there three people there i don't know it was it a was, bad time uh, it in was that uh, yeah it was a mess we just completely blew that we got <laughs> destroyed destroyed by james and I, I i only remember playing one game where and i don't know if i ever told you about this but i remember playing one game where i started really close to the basement and I went down the stairs not knowing it was the basement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but once oh, I went in yeah. there, I got in there and I was in the basement. And then as you know, as we've talked about a few times, your heartbeat increases when the killer is close. And the killer hung out for forever. So I'm like hiding. I just jumped in a closet because I didn't know where the killer was. And I wasn't going to go to the top of the stairs to find them just standing there. Right. And I, I don't know if it was Jules or not, but they were like, it seems like a tactic that Jules would do, which would be hang around really close to the basement, try to find somebody, and then kill them, and then bring them downstairs because he loves the basement. Um, but I couldn't get out. Like for the first five minutes of the match or less, mm. I don't know. Probably You're just stuck take, in the basement. I was stuck in the basement because I I could he- I could hear my heartbeat the whole time, knowing <laughs> that if I tried to get up, I was going to be dead the rest of the game because they were going to put me down there for sure. Sure, right. But there's a chest. <laughs> You're right. There is a chest down there. So there is also that additional aspect of reward where you can get an item potentially. Although in, I feel like those chest items are kind of useless. Yeah, in, in custom in, in custom maps when we have great loadouts, the chest items are always worse. I think, and you can only carry uh, one item. But if you've like used your item up, uh, yes, like yeah, healer, and then you yeah. you get it, you get another one. Then that would be a, a use a use case that makes sense. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Uh, police station. Is that the is the police station map the Raccoon City? That's well, that was like someone had the op- the the offering, and we just played the same map like <laughs> we, five times in a row. Like, why we didn't know that we were coming the up? Same offering. I actually changed the custom game settings to like remove it from the pool because I was like, the same map keeps coming up. Eventually, figured out it was someone's offering. It was I still don't know whose offering it was that was doing that. But someone someone chose that offering that would like greatly increase the chance of like spawning at raccoon city police station west or whatever um but actually i mean i kind of like that because it gave us an opportunity to like learn a map and and that map was kind of fun um, because it was like a building it was like multi-level 
And I feel like a lot of the maps in the game are like outdoors, kind of like dreary, dark with like scraggly bushes and like a few trees and some rocks. Um, so it's kind of neat to try out some some new stuff. We also, go ahead. No, I, I just gonna say the interesting thing about that whole mechanic is that it essentially allows, in terms of like balancing, it's like giving the survivors, survivors a chance to say, okay, we understand we're at a disadvantage. So one of the things that we're going to have an advantage on is we're going to choose what the playing field is. Or at least yeah. have a chance to. But you can so, also like build a team around that as yes. well, right? Yeah, because so. you, you say, oh, well, well, we'll choose certain perks or we'll do certain things or we'll play a certain way. But this playstyle only really works well in this certain type of environment. True. So yeah. using those offerings, yeah. like say, oh, well, this is going to increase our chance of actually surviving. I thought that was an interesting aspect of the game to help balance that asymmetry. Yep. Um, yeah. there, there's all there's, there's a, internet guides full of like suggested loadouts. Like if you want to be stealthy, or if you want to be a good chaser, or if you want to be like mm-hmm. a medic or an engineer or whatever. There's like all these because re- there's eight pages of perks, and that's <laughs> a lot of words. So I just I just asked the internet what what like okay I want to be a I just want to extend the chase you know like I just want to be a good person to run away. Just tell me what what perks to pick and and it does. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Nice. <clears throat> okay. Uh, next up shared generator repairs so in this game one up to three people depending on the placement maybe four actually it could be four can work on a generator at once and when you're working on a generator with more people you get it done quicker and there are actually perks that like will greatly enhance that but i just wanted to note this because like crump said before it's a team game but it also feels kind of individualistic at times and when you're working on a generator and someone else comes to help you, you're like, oh, that's nice. And then when they up and like cause it to explode and then like put you in trouble. Oh, no. You're on the hook. <laughs> uh, when they make a serious mistake uh, and uh, put you in danger, you're like, oh. And I mentioned this specifically because this has happened multiple times with Sam. I'm like working away on a generator. Yeah. Sam comes to help me, you know, my fellow Meg Thomas. And then it's like, it like blows up. And like, there's like a couple of games where like, there's multiple times where Sam came to help me. And I was like, oh God, Sam. To the point where I was like, I started scolding him a little bit. I was like, Sam, you better not mess up on this generator. So, okay. So a couple things, a couple things on that. A couple of responses to that. I, I, first of all, it's true. I, I do blow up the generator sometimes. Secondly, um, the quick time event thing I'm still getting used to. Like I'm trying to get like I'm trying to yeah. hit the good spot. I, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty reliable at not screwing up. Missing. But mm-hmm. I'm trying to hit the good spot because it, it it makes it really good. Does it like, actually advance the bar? It does. I've never it advances, noticed. It advances the bar a bit. Yeah. Okay. So if you're really like, good, well, it's worth it. it uh, when two people are working on it though, does it randomize who gets the quick time event? Because I feel like that's what it does, right? Like it, it's not both people. No, but I think. Want it. Like, I think both people or... individually get quick time events. It's like independent. I think it's just on whatever cycle there's a chance to proc an event. Because I then... feel like there's been times where I've been helping when there's two or three, and like the space between when a quick time event happens has been longer than it is normally when I'm like fixing it myself. Um, oh, so interesting. What you might have noticed is that the quick time events uh, does depend on the radius to the killer. So if the killer is close, it's something called the terror radius. I don't actually know this for sure. I just, it just says, I saw some perks that says like, sure, quick time, sure. like luck events happen 
within your terror radius or something more often. So if yeah. the killer is close, then you'll get more of them. So if you're uh, working yeah. on a generator with three people, chances are you're far away from the killer. Interesting. I did not know that. This is all news. Yeah, see, we're still, uh, we're, still dis- we're still discovering. We're still learning how to play. Advanced casuals. But, okay, um, but the other, thing, <laughs> the other thing about the quick time events on the generator is that, like, the reason, if it was, if, it, if you know, if the killer, even if the killer were super far away, you know, it's a bit of a skill. But when the killer is close or, you know, like, when I'm, play- when I'm working on a generator, I'm, like, keeping my head on a swivel. Like, right. looking, looking as far down the set lines as I can, looking for the killer so I know right. where they are. Um, and so when you're doing that, and especially if they're close, then like it's distracting, which is which is the point, right? Like I I need to be, pay attention to the killer, but I also need to pay attention to the quick time events. And I and I don't events. I don't quite have the muscle memory down to like just mindlessly play the quick time event correctly. Do them all at the same time? Yeah, I've definitely fallen into that trap before too, where I'm like. Uh paying too much attention to the killer and then i f up Ooh, i i censored myself that time. well done uh the quick the quick time event. you just you just did a quick time event like in your brain like <laughs> try not to swear try not to swear try not to swear good got it <laughs> uh, nice uh, it can be too, it can be used as a tactic though in some cases yes. where you intentionally yeah. fail in an attempt to try to pull the killer away so i've but, read that as well but like re- does anybody actually do that only only i think only like the less experienced killers are tricked by that mechanic okay. it's like it's like it from my perspective it's like one of the most obvious uh yeah things yeah like trying to trick the killer mechanics that the game has like you like that was the one that you find out almost immediately it's like oh when i blow when when i blow my quick time event the killer knows right so it's very it's like the first very amateur like trick to try to get the killer to and i think it's it probably does work sometimes but the other thing too is when you screw up like there is also as a player you don't have like name tags on anyone on your team either so if they're all meg thomas Thomas, you can screw up and then just run away you don't know who it was that was there's no accountability there's no accountability (laughs) another another reason why you should all play the same character (laughs) thomas approach uh i don't know what else all right uh I had one note, which was uh, just another fun story. But we were playing with James as a killer, and James was still learning. And James was chasing someone. This was on the theater level. I don't remember who he was chasing, but it was just in the small room with like a couple pillars, and he's like chasing them around the room. And I'm like in the side of the room, and I'm just like, oh yes, yeah, I was watching. I was watching the survivor just being chased around by the killer, like through this room. And I'm just like on the side, like, and then as he was hooking up the killer, like adjacent to me in the next room, like I finished the generator and he was like, did you just fix the generator like, directly beside me? And I was like, yeah. And then I died. Yeah. And then we got like all gummed up. I was running away. I like brought the killer into the, everyone else was near the center. And then we all just got toasted. Yes. That so was disastrous. Peak Dead by Daylight is hiding from the killer in close proximity. Like right. chasing is fun, but honestly, you're probably gonna die. And like yeah. and like generally staying super far away and like avoiding the killer is important, but like not that fun. But it can be a oh little my, boring. Yeah. But yeah. But oh my gosh, like your your advantage as a survivor is you're hard to see. 
So if you like, yeah. if you're crouching behind a hail, hay bale and the killer just walks right by, and by the way, the killer <laughs> from the survivor's point of view, the killer has this like this ominous red glow in front of them, so you yeah. can see where they're looking. They've got like a red safety light. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, so like you know, like you know, from from your again, it's like the horror tropes are great, but like you know, you look around the yeah. corner and you see like the red, you know, the red cone like going it's forward. It's scary, yeah, because um, you know, like they're close, they're that close. Yeah. yeah, and if you are not found, then you then then you're doing a good job, and it and it just feels great. Yeah, and the uh, uh, yeah. the uh, the running mechanic also has an additional disadvantage because it gives there's a visual indicator. Oh, yes. Yeah, the scratches. The scratches yeah. There's these scratches that show up on the ground, and there are there are perks that will reduce the scratches or put gaps between the scratches that can help you escape. But uh, when you're running, so if you're walking or crouching, the scratches aren't there. But if you run, then the scratches show up, which makes it easier for the killer to chase you. Uh, right. There was one situation where. Sam was being chased by Jules and it was the the whole thing was completely unintentional but Sam came into one room and ran one way and I ran into the same room but from a different direction and then I got into a cabinet and Jules came around the corner and he saw a combination of <laughs> Sam's scratches and my scratches and he followed the ones from where I came from Instead of where I was going, <laughs> out the room or to the and locker, out yeah. the room, completely bamboozled him. He's like, "Yeah, we where escaped. did you go?" And we completely, we completely escaped. Both of us did, um, and uh, entirely unintentional. But it is an interesting uh, mechanic of the game on how really hiding and being sneaky is is really the better way to go. Yes, so scary, so scary though. Yeah, so, so this, uh, this we, we, I don't think we mentioned, that's the first time we mentioned the scratch marks, which is an important mechanic during the chase, assisting the killer. The, the, what is the most, Nick, what's the most important mechanic uh, helping the survivor during a chase? They're made of wood. The pallets. The pallets. Oh, pallets! Yeah! <laughs> pallets! Pop quiz. <laughs> Nick, tell, yeah. us, tell us about the pallets. All right, let me tell you about pallets. Well, first of all, pallets are great for building things in your home if you can have access to pallets. Uh, although there's potential dangers with like how they're treated, but in the game, they're useful for saving yourself from the killer. Could be the opposite of danger. Is, yeah. <laughs> the nuance with the pallet is they're like pallets that are standing up, and basically you can pull them down. It's a one-time thing, and then you can slide over them too. Uh, but the killer can't slide over the pallets, and they need like break them down angrily to like pass through the pallet. Take, so taking a precious, that. precious few seconds. Yeah. Right. So that's like one of the only real like tools that you have as a survivor to protect yourself or to, to delay the killer in a chase. And actually I learned recently, if you time it properly, you can actually like drop the pallet on the killer yes. and like stun them slightly. Yes. Um, so like, it's like this thing where like it's asymmetric, but you have these little windows of opportunity, which I think is actually in the perk. Um, to, yes. to sort of get the upper hand on the killer. Also, um, the location of the pallets is such that combined with the stun, you probably get like an extra, that's like a three second head start. Yeah, which, which is huge. huge. It could be enough for you to like get away, get away stop sprinting, start crouching and hide um, and avoid them and juke them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the as a survivor, I think this is probably the biggest area of opportunity for us to get better as survivors is sure. we need to remember where the pallets are 
and then <laughs> use them in a chase because like when I'm in the cha- when I'm in the chase I'm in the middle of the woods I'm dead like there's nothing like right. there's nothing I'm gonna do you don't need tools yeah. yeah um but if I if I can be close to if I remember where the basement is stay away from the basement remember where the pallets are and stay re- reasonably close to the pallets like when I'm you know doing my initial right. invasion right and once you put the pallets down you lose the benefit uh like they, they're treated from that point on more like windows where you can slide across them easier and the killer can't but the killer can break them and then they're like not an option for you anymore yeah they, they go but the they go killer away. can the killer can only break the pallets after you've set them down and i think right. there's even there's even a perk where you can reset them oh really yeah i think there's a there's a perk that you can get as a as a as a uh, survivor where you can reset the pallets. Not if they've been mm. broken, but if they've been knocked over, you can stand them back up. Hmm. Have you noticed the? you know how the pallets have like a distinctive color and it's like painted blue and stuff? Yeah. yeah. Have you noticed some windows that are also like that? There's There are some walls that the killer can like chop through, but I don't know about windows. Okay, okay, gotcha. Okay, so the, those are for the killer to destroy. I think so. Okay, I've I've always noticed Walls. those. Like, I thought I thought they were like a tool for survivors, but I never like knew how to use them. Yeah, mm. I've seen uh, at least one stream where somebody would chop through a wall, and I even think there was one game that we played where Jules did it, only mm. because he's the most advanced of us as the killers, and he would know that that's the case. <laughs> uh, he's really finessed that. He's really finessed <laughs> murdering us. I like how Jules, uh, yeah. Can we, can we talk about how all of Jules's advice is just very pro killer, even if he's a survivor? Oh my god, yeah. He's like, just like guys, there's always the pro killer bias. Yeah. yeah, bum rush the killer, <laughs> Jules. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. So, so, so there was this one time where there was three of us on the generator. I don't remember who the killer was, but I was like, there's three of us. So, and the killer's coming. We're almost done. So we'll let one person go down. Like, who cares? It's fine. You know. The rest of us will finish the generator and we'll pull them off the hook later. So the killer comes, hits one person, they're downed. The other two are still working on it. They pick the person up and then they swipe the next person. Like, oh my god, the killer can like still melee when they're carrying someone. Oh, and yeah, we I was all got down and it was a disaster. And uh, I would like to blame Jules for uh, misinforming me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in, in, an additional one would be. Uh, 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 yeah, guys. If he if you have a flashlight and you shine it in their face when he's carrying somebody, he'll drop them. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, here's a person. Here's Jules carrying somebody, and I'm like, oh, this is my chance. I'm gonna take the flashlight. <laughs> I'm gonna get him. And then he's just like, ah. He's like, well, what I didn't tell you was that you have to shine the flashlight in for a certain period of time before they're stunned. See you later. <laughs> Thank you, Jules. I appreciate it. We love you. We love you. Killer, you do make it interesting. Um, speaking of killers, though, I want to. There's the one, the one story I remember with. Uh, so Shadar, Shadar has also played the game. Yep. Before we played it as a a group with the multiplayer project, and he had bought a few killers before, so he has some that we had never seen before. I think one was the clown. It was like this weird desert map. Yep. And Shadar had gotten all of us except for. James. Was James. James is the James. last one. All of us except for James, and James is the last one. And it was like, everyone is dead. The okay, the core premise, you have to fix the generators, open the escapes, you can get out. But when you're down to yeah. like one person, then it there's a there's a hatch that will open up. A the, secondary like, escape hatch. A secondary escape yeah. route. Uh, a hatch that opens up. No requirements. You don't have to have anything there. You just have to be the last person, essentially. It's on the floor uh, somewhere. Yeah, it's, and, and you have to go find it, and you can jump through it. And... The killer, if they find it before you, they can close it. 
and then you're basically <laughs> like, well, you're done. Anyway, no, 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 I... you're not. You're not done. The uh, no matter how many generators you have left, if the killer closes the hatch, then the doors do get triggered. So the oh, last one still, still has a chance. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't know that. Um, anyway, Shadar had downed James, and the door was literally right. Like he was running towards the hatch, and then he got downed. And then <laughs> Shadar was going to pick him up, and it was like at the very second that he was going to pick him up, James got to the hatch and was able to escape, and the game ended. And Shadar was like, "Wait." What happened? Yeah. <laughs> that was epic. It's so crawl through the hatch. That's awesome. Crawl that was that was hatch. that was epic because Shadar is a he's also a really good killer. Mm. And yeah. uh, he's ruthless. Like like the like he bladed James and James like fell forward like into the hatch. Into the hatch. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was remarkable. It, it was, was like great. the luck the luck of him getting the hatch right at that point, right there, is just crazy. Good times. Good times. <laughs> Uh, All right. Shall we talk about recommendations? Let's let's. I don't know if we have any more stories. Okay. First of all, would we suggest playing the game? Uh, Uh, You know, well, I I finally got the advertising working on Anchor FM because I'm going to say it again. Game Game Pass is good for this kind of stuff. Yeah. I I don't know know if this is free to play on Steam or whatever, but like this is another game that it's just like I – Zero hesitation to try it because it's on Xbox Game Pass. Right. I don't think it, I don't think it would have happened. I mean, it didn't happen until we made the Game Pass connection, and then we were like, we started playing it, and it's like, yeah, it's on Game Pass, and so many people have Game Pass subs, and they just jumped in. Yeah. Side note: like someone suggested a game, it's like thirty dollars. In in a, a year ago, I might have like considered that, and now I'm like, like that's high. <laughs> Although you were advocating for it, which is fair. I, this I is still, like still, there is there is a refund window. We I, should yeah. probably try it. But, but I don't know. I'm I feel just, like the refund windows are still too small. Well, we yeah, just have, two we just hours have to, is pretty narrow. We it, it is, but we we have to like if we do it together, then we can all make the judgment. Yes, that's you know. true. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Uh, the thing I like about this game that I would say, even in the multiplayer or not, and this is definitely why we've seen with Jules, is that yeah, if you're gonna play as a group, minimum of four, best, yes, absolute best. Like it's like an order of magnitude better. With five, yeah. full five, if right? You, if you do it, yeah. Yes, yeah. Uh, the game does try to give you lower requirements to escape when there's only three survivors. I just don't, I just don't think it's as good as yeah. having the yeah. full four survivors and the killer. That being Agreed. said, you can queue as a group of four against random killers and get wrecked, and, and get wrecked. <laughs> but you can, you can do it. You also can queue as an individual, like Jules does. To hone your craft in order to come back when we get together as a group and slaughter your friends. He's got he I, he like goes out. He's on like this bloodthirsty. Goes he goes out and he like practices and then he comes back and it's like, hey guys, you want to play Dead by Daylight? Because he's, not, <laughs> he's just ready. Not not quite in that tone, but that's how I feel like this ominous tone of him just being like, hey guys, I want to. <laughs> Anyway. Want to play a game? So there are the, the good thing about this game is that's the benefit, right? Like getting all your people together would be good uh, compared to some of the other games we talked about in the multiplayer project. It is kind of an odd number, right? Like yeah. five is an odd number compared to some of the other games where you'd be playing with four. Yeah, but, yes. but it works. I mean, it, it's more feasible than like Left 4 Dead, for example. Uh, yes. 
where like you want a versus match that's 4v4 that's incredible when you get it together but also eight people it can be hard so definitely get the game pass if you can totally worth it for trying out games like this i would say yes the only downside is what i what i kind of don't like about it is that once you want to get past certain killers you essentially have to buy the dlc yeah try the other player to try the other killer and you actually don't even know if you like the killer until after you buy sure. it. But that being said, like the DLCs are not like extremely expensive, right? Mm -hmm. They're not like the twenty dollar, thirty dollar a piece DLCs that you see in some of them. I think they're like on Steam, right. they're like what six dollars or something. I don't know what it is. Uh, also, to be clear, if you are like if you're like Jules and you bought the DLC, you can kill people who do not have the DLC. So it's not like yeah incompatible game versions or anything like right, that. right right the dlc just gives I'm you just, access to picking characters that you yeah it's with. just my my personal the kind of person i am i'm just like ooh, i'm gonna spend x amount of dollars on this dlc only to find out that like i don't like the killer mechanic that's one of the things that i'm like eh. but so if you're thinking about buying new killers look them up on youtube see how they work see if it's something you're interested right in, say. right and then you're uh, thinking some sort of demo kind of experience would be nice maybe to to get a sense of whether you like it. yeah it's like uh and i'm not 100 percent advocating for this but you know like league of legends has their like rotation of like free characters that you would get mm. yeah try that would be nice yeah. and then they would take them off of a rotation and then you wouldn't be able to right. use them anymore maybe maybe dead by daylight would get to that point once they have enough killers but I feel like the list is pretty long now. There's like 12, 13 of them or something like that. Maybe more. Yeah. Anyway. All right. We all suggest it. Tips for playing. Yeah. So uh, uh, some things that I recommend uh, being extra clear. Uh, so play custom games in-house, especially yeah. when you're learning together. I think there, you know, yeah. if you were brand new killer, you might get stomped on by the survivors. Or you'll never see a single survivor if you play public. If, and if, if you're mm -hmm. playing as a survivor, you're just going to get wrecked by killers and you're not going to, you're not going to learn things. But when you're yeah. learning together, uh, you know, play a custom game. And if you do yeah. that, then my, there's like a bunch of loadout scenarios. I just recommend, uh, turning off perks and offerings entirely. There's an option to do this in the server. Uh, once you, once you create a friend group, um, items initially, are worth, yeah, items, keep the items, check, check, check them out. See if they change your gameplay. I, th I think they do. Um, the offer, the perks are just way too many. Uh, and like, and it doesn't save your loadout between sessions, unfortunately, right in custom games specifically. So like you have to repick them every time. That's just annoying. Uh, and especially as beginners, it, they don't really matter. Like you'll, yeah. Um, I, I, it's marginal. Yeah. I think that the perks, no perks is great for learning. Yep. Yeah. And I think once you get the mechanics, I think you should turn them back on because I, the perks in my opinion are one of the primary mechanisms to help level the playing field for survivors against killers. Yeah. I've been advocating on this stance too. <laughs> okay. All right. So, I think, I think I agree in that case, my tip, it, which I discovered, discovered recently is we, you have to play a little bit of the single player then in order just, just to set a loadout, even if it's with perks you don't like, because it might have some perks you yeah. do. And then when you a custom game, you can actually pick that as a, as a preset loadout. Right. Um, yeah. So that'll save, that'll save like minutes each time. 
sure. Or, it takes it. The UI is pretty janky on that. Or just Google a, Google a perks a perk loadout and then just copy those like like Sam did. Well, that's the thing you can't you can't copy you can't search you have to literally scroll. It, it's alphabetical at least, but it's kind of yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It, it's a hassle to set up. Oh, that's um, true. It is a hassle to set up. And and I I would also suggest when you're playing custom game no offering. I think it it favors the killer actually. Uh, the yeah. killer offerings are much better than the than the survivor offerings, and um and at, at let's be real at at our skill level and at from beginner to our skill level maybe it, this changes in the future the game is still weighted in favor of the killer uh-huh. right uh, do the killers really need the advantage yeah they don't they don't which is also why <laughs> our other recommendation is using the same voice channel we use discord uh yeah because it adds to that creepiness of essentially not being able to like like if you were in this situation you couldn't just like yell to somebody on their side and be like hey he's over here and the killer wouldn't hear you right, right. so we're like no everyone stays the same channel the killer <laughs> can hear all the conversations that are going on between everybody <laughs> absolutely the better way to play 100 uh, including the play-by-play post hook He's yes. near me. He's yes. going away. They're yes. going to the left. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, what I, what I love about this too, for two reasons. The first is there's metagaming, right? Like Jules is like sends misinformation, which is like, I just understand it's misinformation. Um, yeah. But like, <laughs> but the true information of where the killer is, again, it's realistic, right? But, um, but also you're with friends and like, come on, let's not put one of our friends by himself. But the third, yeah. the third reason, and my, my favorite reason is because <laughs> as the killer, you can poop talk the survivors and nick i remember i remember being really scared of you and you're like that's enough conversation <laughs> Slash, pick up hook <laughs> you know because you were you were silent until then and then you're like because you know, jules is just chat 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 like he's over there he's over here he's over here he's over here he's over here that's enough conversation <laughs> uh, that's awesome oh man uh and then we also suggest uh, this is something that we tried actually for a little bit. Most recently was in terms of determining who would be the next killer. Was the best survivor points would be the one that we did the next killer. And I think we do yeah. kind of a hi- we do kind of a hybrid between that, right? Where it's like I think it's like that plus like round yeah, robin. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So yeah. That was my every- suggestion. But go ahead. I, I just said we try to give everybody a chance when we're playing in any like yeah. session because you know the games can go for a little while, but. When we do gaming sessions at night, it's like, okay, rotate through everybody so everyone has a chance to at least be the killer once. And then and then we go by, uh, you know, and it's a hybrid. Like, we, someone will start, and then if you have the most points, then you get to go next. And then yep. you, if yeah. you have the next points, you get to next. But then if you've already done it, then we say, oh, well, let's give so-and-so a chance who hasn't, hasn't gone yet. Yeah, which I like as a system because I think, you know, unless you definitely don't like playing as a killer, which I think most people enjoy it. It's, it's fun. You know, it's a different role. Yeah. Uh, then you aren't stuck in a snare where like, you know, so-and-so is always playing as the killer and, you know, you never get to play that. So, you know, if you really want to be the killer, you can try and play super well as a survivor and get those points. Or, you know, that like eventually we'll rotate through everyone and then you get your shot. I would also say that it's it's been a kind of a pleasure playing against different types of killers. Yeah. Like, um, like if Shadar is the killer, I'm screwed. Like he's, he's just, a, he's, a, he's he, like, I can't hide from him. It seems like, mm. uh, whereas like if Crump is the killer, I'm probably going to win, you know, no offense, but like, <laughs> listen, yeah, if Nick is playing the nurse, if Nick is playing the nurse, I'm definitely going to win. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh my God. That was a disaster. 
I'm perfecting it, okay, Sam? One day, I'll have those blinks down. I'll just be snatching people. I'll be yeah. snatching them on the generators. They're down. They're done. Yeah, I think, and I think, by the way, that's, I just want to call out this rare moment in time where we are all like riding, like we're still climbing up the skill tree. And this is yeah. an ephemeral, this is an ephemeral state where like, sure. I don't know all the killers, you know, yeah. like yeah. getting surprised by the hag. I've mentioned this a couple times, but like, oh my gosh, like I didn't know what the hag was capable of. Now I, I think I do. Um, but like, oh my I God, don't, what a scary I still game. don't think, I still don't think I do. The hag. Okay, just real quick. The hag's special ability is there's these traps somewhere, and then when you hit the trap, like a avatar of the hag like pops up in front of you, and and then the hag can teleport to that to avatar somehow. Yeah, to the avatar somehow, and and then when she shows That's up, terrifying. <laughs> the first time I was playing, I didn't know which one was the avatar and which one was the real <laughs> hag, and which one to run away from. Honestly, out of all the ones we've played so far, that one was hands down, like... Most terrifying. Most terrifying, because... And and I don't even know the frequency of how these traps are going to get set up, or where they are, or how often... But I felt like it was like, I hit one, and like, boom, there's a hag, and I'm like, ah! Then I run, and then I go to another one, and I'm like, boom, there's a hag again! And then and I'm like, ah, there's another hag! And then the other survivor is like, boom, there's another hag in front of them! And I'm like, how many of these freaking traps can they set up everywhere? What's the cooldown on these things is what it felt like to me. So, Tyler, get That's used to awesome. it, because I think Jules is going to play the hag often. I, oh, great. And, and I looked at, I looked into some of the items that the hag has, and one of them says, you, you'll, tra- you'll, because the he can teleport to the, to the phantasm or whatever, and yeah. one of them doesn't actually show it. So you're just going to be playing, not realizing you're stepping on traps, and boom! At some point, he's just going to appear in front of you. Oh, wow. wow! And it's not going to be the fantastic. It's not no. going to be the little fake one that goes. Nope. <laughs> it's going to be really jewels, and he's going to be like, "Ha! Wow!" Yep. Get ready for it, dude. The ha- I hate the hag so much. <laughs> I hate it in a good way. I hate it in a good way. We we just have to get really. We have to get really good at spotting traps. I think that's the, yeah. that's the lesson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the other ones were like spooky and like the huntress was like creepy and ominous. And the nurse has, in the sense, similar to the hag, a similar mechanic in which she can like appear from nowhere. But she's got a very high skill cap in the sense that like if you do it wrong, her flash is, is difficult to manage. Whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, stupid hag. <laughs> that's rude. that old hag damn hag (laughs) i just looked her up she looks terrifying too some of these killers like are super scary looking oh yeah all right right. any other tips for playing oh don't let's see don't play after midnight (laughs) (laughs) so that you can sleep All right, this is one of those games where like I, ha- I do have trouble. I do have a little bit of trouble sleeping afterwards, just just from the blood, like the yeah, yeah, the adrenaline, yeah, the yeah. the heightened blood flow. Mm, it was a great. It was a great. No. It was a great October game, man. I'll tell you. Uh, yeah, it really was. It really was. Yeah. Glad it really we got did me in the mood. Theme. I think we'll we'll probably keep playing it occasionally. I think it's one of those games that we might want to jump back into over time. Yeah, I'm still riding. I'm still riding high. And I get, again, I feel like I'm learning. I'm like, and my my goal is I got to learn how to be a better survivor. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm still a bad survivor. I was reading about like looping and stuff. There's some advanced strategies that I have no idea how to implement. But looping. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, where you like have like a specific plan of like which tiles you're going to progress through on the map oh, and like I how see. you like 
maneuver. And I think as there's killer, certain or? sort of combinations of pardon as killer or survivor. No, as as survivor, uh, there's certain combinations of like certain tiles that I think provide like a net, like potential like movement benefit to the survivor versus the killer. So if you like, yeah, the, have a, there's a particular route in mind. An example I think that I experienced was, I think there's one where there's like a crop harvester. Yep. Mm. Combi- combine. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I was running one, up on that. That one, that one is, it's like just big enough that you can like round corners and that you, you can always keep a, a sh- it's, it's like just big enough that you can keep a big enough distance that if you doubled back, it takes mm. long enough for the killer to realize that you've doubled back. I see. Cause like when you play around the Rosie. Some, yeah, there's some areas where when you're doing the ring around the rosy, that the killer will be going one way, and then if they just switch real quick, that they'll catch you. Yep, yep. Sure. If you don't switch at the exact same time they do. Yep. Yeah. And this this machine is big enough that um, that's not the case. And it also has a verticality to it where you can climb up it. And the killer has to make a decision of whether or not to follow you up or to yep. go around. But... Right. Either way, whether they go around or follow you up, like you still have a lot of choices. I think that one's that one's a really great uh, survivor obstacle okay. that makes mm. it difficult for this killer to to get you. All right, you're, y'all are gonna have OP. to share your sources or something after this because I got to do some survivor reading. Yeah, that oh, was well, just uh, experience when I was trying to chase somebody on that machine. And had when they, I'm getting had, sweaty, oh, it's yeah, had they realized that that was the case, that I was starting to get really frustrated, they would have just stayed on that device. <laughs> they ran away from it and I caught them. But if they knew that I was actually just like, they were always just barely far enough away that I couldn't get them. They would have just ran circles on that whole thing. And I would have probably just abandoned mm. uh, the chase right. because I would have not gotten anywhere. Right. Cool. Anyway, Sam, I was going to say, I like to go to the subreddit of whichever game, just okay. like to dig in a bit more. You know, when I'm like basking in the glow of like, oh, I love this game. And I go like, look at the top post for like the last month or whatever. And just see like what people are talking about. And that's, Okay. Usually where I'd find that sort of information. Cool, cool, cool. All right, any other tips? Sweet. No. All right. I'm ready to play us out. Don't, yes, you ready, Nick? Yeah. Ah!